consider valuing something until you make them pay for it. At least that's the idea held by my guest in this episode, Daniel Brown, who has been learning and growing in the area of graphic design as a part of her career being a marketing assistant and digital marketing coordinator for a local TV station. So it got me thinking, of all things, why graphic design? Or what is her process? How does she balance a full-time job and clients from her side hustle? Well, we'll take a peek after, of course, our obligatory introduction. This is The Creative Box, where I try to unpack stories, techniques, and issues facing Jamaican creatives. So let's start nowhere else but the beginning. Take me back. What was your support system like growing up? Well, my support system was pretty decent. My dad ensured that I had everything that I needed. Um, and what I said needed. So it was all about the books, the food, and clothes that fits. And by clothes that fits, even the shoe, you know, even if it's falling off, I put paper in there and, you know, gone to school. Mm-hmm. But my dad and my mom also, she ensured that I read the Bible, um, you know, have devotion with the family, get up early, say my prayers. It wasn't much of anything to say, oh, rich life, but it was more middle class in mm. family. I got you. Who I'm, do you I'm think? I'm happy that I had that background because I think it, 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 transformed me into the woman that I am today. And for that, I'm thankful. I have a lot of stories to tell where that is concerned. Sure. I mean, yeah. that's why I'm here. I'm here to capture all of that. I remember going to the river to catch up water when water gone, you know? Mm-hmm. Walking maybe from um, content, you know where Brian's books, um, Brian's studios, Brian, Brian's photo studio. Photo studio, yeah, yeah, yeah. From from there to BMBS on um, half a tree road. Wow. Yes. It was a lot of walking. Sturdy legs. And, you know, and then here is, is the same thing now that I'm in Kingston. It, 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 it gets easier. It gets easier. Mm. I'm complaining. I'm thankful. As I said before, my background groomed me into the woman that I am today, and I am thankful. Who was it that taught you more when you were growing up? Like, or was it a, a balance of lessons coming from both mom and dad? I believe it was a balance growing up. I had both parents. So what mom didn't get to, to tell me, daddy told me. Mm-hmm. But 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 I can also say that there was a big taboo on sex and boys. And so when it was that time to have that conversation, mommy came through the door, through my room door with a book called Complete Twin. Wow. <laughs> Complete. We had, we had, we did not have that conversation. So it was all about the books and reading and understanding. And if I had a question, she'd point me to somebody else who could probably answer that question. Mm-hmm. But it was just she giving me books to read. And no, even in even in this age, right now, as I am, mommy wants to have that conversation with me literally. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not comfortable. Having that <laughs> not not right now. Maybe it was much younger. Mm-hmm. I had the chance to have that conversation, fine. But it, it's just so weird. Mm. And when she wants to have that conversation, when she's like, um, so you're behaving yourself? I'm like, yes, I'm behaving myself, mommy. And then that's dead silence. She wants me to continue. But there's nothing to say, you know? 
can't have that conversation. No, it's, it's weird. All right. <laughs> we're not we're not going to ask if you're behaving yourself. No, we're just going to move right into. I want to stay. I want to stay there now because you mentioned um, it molding you into the woman that you are now. Was there was there any specific memory you can pull from that was maybe most powerful to you that taught you something that stuck with you up until now? Yeah. Um, well, my parents taught me to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And every chance they got, if it has anything to do with friends or family, they literally remind me that Daniel, you're not a follower, you're a leader. Mm. That literally, when I am about to, to to achieve or to 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 try to do something in life, it, it's it's echoing in my head. Daniel, you're not a, you are not a follower, you're a leader. Mm. And so because of that, I always try to lead from the back and front and middle. I'm not just sitting there expecting things to get done to me. I try to get it done for myself and maybe for those who are also in my circle. I like I like that yeah. that you, what you just said a while ago. I want I want some more details on that. You lead from the back and the middle yes. and the front. Yes. For someone who might be yes. listening, what does that mean? Okay. So for example, you are in a situation where you're working with a group of persons you are expected to do a certain thing. You have to do it for yourself. You have to show them how to do it. You have to do it with them. Mm. And everybody, everybody just, they just have to do it together. So you can't just say, okay, I'm the leader. I'm not do anything. You have to put your hands in there as well. Get your hands dirty, so to speak. Oh, okay. I get my hands dirty. I have to get things done, right? So I can say, okay, today was a good day. It was productive. I'm comfortable with what I accomplished today. Yeah, I, I don't want to live a life uh, with, with, with regrets because life is so short. You don't know when you're going to die. Mm-hmm. So I think um, the background that I had growing up helped me to shape how I tackle, tackle certain life decisions, certain things that I have to face on a day-to-day basis. Okay. I wanted to, to ensure I, I captured that because that's, that's the reason why I have these kind of conversations and I, I usually look for those little nuggets, you know, leading from the back. That's, that's something that might become impactful later on, you know. Like you mentioned, you have to kind of know what it is that you do in a note before you can teach it to right. someone or share it with someone, right? Is that the yeah. idea? Yeah, and then look at it. When you are able to do something, you know, at the end of the day, you are doing it, understanding it, and able to not only teach somebody but be better at it because you're teaching yourself as well. Right. So you're perfect. That makes at sense. Something, you get me? Yeah, that makes sense. You're, you're, you're perfecting it, you know. Man, mm. you, know, you, know you can never be perfect. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you are so good at it that you, you make less errors. And then persons around you can say, okay, let me come to you for you know, guidance, because you seem to know what you're about. Mm. Yeah. So you start to become maybe an expert in the field or right. you become so sought after that people are like, this person's skills right. are, are so well tuned that I need to have them around me. Right. I have a mentor. Her name is Cheryl Messam. Mm-hmm. Her name is, I have a mentor. Her name is Cheryl Messam. Mm-hmm. 
um, she is UTEX public relations or or polar. Is it? I think no. She's a she's a student's relation um, person. I don't remember her exact title, but she assists persons who just leave school, give them information, you know, guide them on mentorship and so on. Mm-hmm. And she told me that whatever I do in this life, I must ensure that I'm able to understand what I'm doing mm-hmm. and able to explain. Because if whatever I'm saying doesn't make any sense to me, it won't make sense to anybody at all. Yeah. I should be able to understand what I'm saying before saying it to anybody else. Because you never know, somebody may just come up and say, hey, what what did you just say just now? Please explain it. I don't understand it. Yeah. You're looking blank and stupid because you don't understand what you literally just said. So, mm-hmm. you know, I try to know what I'm doing at all times. Yeah. I like that. So you have to spend some time to learn the material right. in order to be able to, you know, show people or tell people or explain it. Right. I think that's a good segue into the more typical learned part of our lives, which is school. I mean, the earliest stages of school. I mean, how rude were you in school? Well, I I was not as bright as my sister. And when I said as bright as my sister, <laughs> mm. she was very bright. She did... Um, Cape 1, Cape Unit 1, and Cape Unit 2, and she got 1s and 2s, and I'm so proud of her. Yes, she's very good, and she passed her 6s as well, her subject. Bright spark. So I, I completely um, glossed over the fact that you had a sister was... Are there any other siblings? That's my that's my bad, guys. Yes, like, whoever is hearing this, that's totally on me. Like she fully had a sister, and I said, no, never mind. Tell me about the sister. Well, I have a sister. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she is 19 years old. She wants to become a doctor. Mm-hmm. To be exact. I have an older brother. He works in the, um, what do you call it, the ER. You know, in the, there's an emergency. He's going to be the one on the scene. Mm-hmm. He studied in Cuba. And I'm the middle person. I'm the communicator. So mm. I'll create, I'll try to educate, and I'll provide communication um, advice. <laughs> so they're the, they're the brains in the family. Yes, I have some Well, I don't want to say I have some brain. <laughs> well, don't, don't have, sell yourself I, short. I mean, <laughs> of course. I'm the, I'm the creative man. Mm. You, know, you know, those parents who say, um, you know, stand up to over there. Um. See, see a lawyer over there. What, 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 what am I going to say about you? <laughs> I'm thankful that I don't have those parents, by the way. My parents are very supportive. Mm. To stay, you know, the family that I have, they're, they're, they're great. My sister and my, my brother, mm-hmm. both, both brains. I, as I said, big girl, communicator. So you kind of like the glue? Yes, mm. yes. Very good. Yes, I, I I consider myself to be the glue. Mm. I could go in some. I could get go in depth some more. Um, sure. Let me just say that um, I enjoy being the the first middle and sort of last child. That's sort of complicated, but I was the first child to my parents, and um, 
my dad before me he he got somebody pregnant and then about seven years later he married my mom and then had me and then ten years later he had or they had my sister my little sister so I spent ten years alone my brother didn't live with us yeah for the most part and then my sister came but anyway I won't bore you with the details no I'm not bored at all I'm locked <laughs> in I'm locked in um so while growing up though I didn't know what my purpose was. I especially when I get beaten because I was a stubborn child, mommy do she she doesn't spare a moment to remind me that I was very stubborn. So <laughs> I remember one day when I just finished getting some whippy and out of spite I went in the sun to stand up. And I was just there standing. And the longer I stayed in the sun, the darker my skin got. In the evening, I had fever and I nearly get some whooping on top of it. Anyway, while standing in the sun, I, I said to myself, why am I here? You know, though, you know those stubborn children crying and say, you know, want one dead, we have a purpose. What, what is my Maga purpose? runway. Maga run- yeah. You know, I was fully ready to pack I my bags and ship out. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was there standing in the sun and I was doing some introspection. I was like, I don't know and you know between that time and maybe like maybe months later mm-hmm. I, I, want, I wanted to do nursing and then when I applied to NCU because NCU was Northern Caribbean University mm-hmm. I did not get through so I was kind of you know sad sad about that and then a friend of mine well a family friend said Daniel since you worked so well at church you are able to talk in in public and you know sing and so on why not try out for communication mm-hmm. the communication program and i say well i don't really know anything you know like i'm a blank canvas i don't know anything at all what am i going there to do mm-hmm. i'm second guessing myself again i'm saying you know persons who start this program literally have some background knowledge of what they're going to do mm-hmm. so i was holding back and then eventually i started university in 2013 and in my first year first semester i saw that you know they were doing web development they were doing graphic designs photography did the editing and i was just there blank canvas and Total patwa because country may come from. <laughs> and so in my first year, again, second semester now, they started calling me country because I was just just there out there with my bare confidence with my patwa in the university. Of and course. And while doing writing workshop to one of the teachers said to me, Daniel, you know, I see that you're trying, so why not come to the language center? Let, let's work together. And I started growing, and my English started to improve. Mind you, it's not perfect now, but I'm, I'm working on it, because sometimes we chip into the pot of my stuff, because it's much more comfortable. Anyway. For sure, for sure, yeah. I said, okay, I'll just work on it, and, you know, over the, over the years, I've improved, and in addition to that, I learned web developing, graphic designs, video editing, and I have all of this creative juice coming in and I'm creating and vibing and but in the midst of everything I, I didn't have the confidence oh and so 
I started to doubt myself, no, yes, I can do the work, but I started doubting myself. So, for example, when I started creating flyers for people, I'd give them a small fee of some because I didn't think that I deserved 100,000 like everybody else. And I'm just mm. putting 100,000 out there. I didn't think I deserved that $20,000 for a poster because, you know, I don't, I don't belong with the other high-class graphic designers. Yeah, know? you didn't think what you were so, producing was valuable. Right. Because mm. it, it was so easy now, I just don't think you're supposed to pay that much money for it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I, it was like that right through university. And even through my final year, because I finished music in 2018, I was there and I was saying, you know, I need to stop stop this because I didn't come here to spend so much money and then leave and still give out, give, just be giving. Mind you know, you should, should always give. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah there's, there has to be a middle ground. And so I started to give people like a base payment of $2,500. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was perfect. And then I started talking to other graphic designers to hear, you know, their starting point, their views, and so on. And they said, no, that's too cheap. 5000 7000 I said, really? And then the conversation continued. So what I tried to do to get up, get myself out of that um, lack of confidence was to talk to other designers. Mm. Especially ones who has been in the field for, you know, years. And one of them said to me that, so, for example, you do something for somebody, um, you do a, maybe a business card for somebody. The following, the next time they come to you and say, okay, do a flyer for me, you're going to raise that fee because they don't expect to get the same fee over and over again year after year after year. So, that the good thing to do is to always raise because the value, the quality should raise as well. So, they should understand that. And so, I started doing that. That's um, a tip I'll, I'll note here. Always raise the fees. So, yes. however far this goes, whoever listening to this now, just know that the fee is going to raise very high. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Because it, 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 they shouldn't be expecting the same quality every time. It's like when you go to the hairdresser to get your hair done. Mm-hmm. You, get, you get your hair done in this time for $4,000. Expect that 500 is going to go on. Mm-hmm. You know? Bills must be paid. Mm-hmm products must be paid for mm-hmm. and the experience increase and get better so you're paying for all of that yeah anyway i took that and i utilized it and then as i get into that i realize that persons are taking advantage of when i create and how many times they are supposed to edit stuff and so it got frustrating because i will create something and then somebody wants to edit edit it like five six seven times oh take this off put this on take this off put this on take this off and it was just frustrating mm-hmm. and so i spoke to another designer friend of mine and he said why not tell them that they're entitled to two edits right after that two edits they're supposed to be paying for it and the starting or the asking price is going to be a certain amount once you have that ironed out, then they know that if they should make any other update after that two, three updates, 
then they have to pay up. And should be no arguments. I like that. And that is that is what I am going to try. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And um I think I think it, it worked for him. I see where where it worked and I believe that it can work for me too. So so far I don't have those issues anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess because as I said, you know, this is going to be whatever. They understand but I've not thank God, method anybody who would fight back and say, okay, no, such and such. I don't have that problem. So, mm. you know, I'd advise anybody who think they'll have that problem, talk from early. You know, if you make more than one changes after, you know, the free change, you're going to be paying cash. You have that understanding with your clients. And so, um, that is one of the things that I... I'm trying. I'm I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's working for me. I, um, mm-hmm. Right. And so the next the next thing that I want to try as well to 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 snap out of the whole money issue is to get get me a manager. Mind you, it doesn't have to be somebody big. Maybe your your, your best friend or your a relative. Mm. Is that and something I should consider? Yes. If you if you want to to come out of the whole. Um, if you want to focus on graphics or your work, mm-hmm. allow somebody else to make the conversations for you, to do the conversation. Somebody who you trust in. Mm. And you focus on the actual work, focus on the design, focus on whatever it is that you're doing, and, ask, and get somebody else to, to get it. Because, you know, some people, though, when they know that it is you, they'll try to reduce the cost. Mm. It's like somebody knows somebody who owns a shop. They'll go there and say, Give me the sum from credit card. Right. But if they're dealing with somebody, you know, new, so to speak, they're not going to want to play with that person. They don't know that person. Mm-hmm. Something get you somebody to to um to do the talking for you, to do the negotiating. So take me through this now. What what are the qualities that I'm looking for in a potential agent or guide? Um. As I said, it, it has to be somebody who you, you know, love, and trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah? For me, it would be my big brother or my best friend. And mm. they must understand the business as well. It's the same. Um, they must understand that industry. And not just somebody who, oh, let me just put on a, a $5,000 and tell you, say, hey, a 5000 you must pay. No, they must understand the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so get somebody who you trust to assist where that is concerned. If mm. not, if you don't have that luxury, what you can do is give the person a price and ask them to pay half of the funds, pay half the price. And then when it is finished, they'll finish. They, 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 they pay the full the full um, cost. Some Sometimes when you do work for people and they don't pay up first, they'll take forever to pay you. Mm. They don't want that, especially now in these times. So the the half upfront is sort of like an incentive or a lock in or a tie in to payment. Yes. Mm. Yes. You know that you 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 deliver, you know, right? But you don't know that they'll deliver. So your security that they'll pay pay up is them actually putting down at least half of the funds mm-hmm. in your pocket. Then you can confirm that you know. It, it has been paid, and then you can tell them when they'll get their work 
and then um, we can sort out the details after when they'll complete payment. But something has to give. I it's got like you. When you come to the UTC bus, you pay first and you sit and you wait until you're in the journey and come off. You know, I never thought about it like that before, but yeah. that makes perfect sense. Get what you want, mm-hmm. right? And then after you, because nobody understands the value of what you do until they start paying for it. Man, I tell you, I love these conversations. You saying sometimes somebody hit you with something, you have to just take your time and just slowly absorb it. For the people in the back, please, can you repeat what you just said? Nobody, nobody understands the value of anything that you do unless they start paying for it. I'm gonna write that. Don't. Thank you. That's yeah. brilliant. Like, like, in Christianity, man, Jesus, it, the Bible says, Jesus died for our sins. But everybody keeps sinning. Maybe because their relative, somebody who they personally know didn't die, why they keep sinning, you know? Mm-hmm. And if they understood what went down years ago, when the needle went down and the blood started to drip, they'll probably understand the pain and the loss. And maybe live the way they should. But it's the same thing today. Mm. You know, anything you get that's free, mm-hmm. you don't treat it with the same respect. Yeah, as something that has a cost or price right. attached. Right. Mm. And so I'm saying, in order for them to value your work, what you do, the quality that you offer, I'm suggesting that, well, I'm saying that you pay at least half the price, the completion of, of the work, they'll, they'll complete the payment. That you, way, everybody's on point. You touched on, on something a while ago that I um, can maybe expound upon, and can unpack that a little bit more. Your faith. Your faith, I've found like, in other interviews that I've done, the persons of faith who have found that it impacts their yeah. their creative process. What's the connection you think that exists between your faith and your art or your business or your product? Is there an intersection or overlap between those two? Okay, well, that's a good question. I'm going to try my best to answer it the best way I know how. Sure. <laughs> All right, so I love people differently. Mm-hmm. And I said it sometime, sometime yesterday, I was talking to a group of persons, a group of people. And I'm saying, because I love to communicate, I love to create, mm-hmm. I look for ways in which I can easily get a message across. Mm-hmm. And with that, I love people, every age group, because there's a something special in getting detailed message across that everybody can understand, breaking it down so everybody can understand. Mm-hmm. And I believe when God says you should, you should love your neighbor as you love yourself, if it, it brings me back to the conversation that we're, you and I were having earlier when I say, you know, if you don't understand what you're doing, it makes no sense if you're not able to say it back to somebody else. It all boils down to how you perceive a message, how you perceive others, how they'll get it. How you will get it and how, how it will be digested. And so, in regards to creation, I believe that everybody is here for a reason and every content can be created and understood by everybody once it is 
said in a way that it is digestible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in regards to, to God, sometimes if I'm stuck, like having a block moment, mm-hmm. I pray about it, or I'll just Google and find inspiration, mm-hmm. or to ask somebody of that age group, of whatever audience, trying to pray for and see what they say about the concept that I have and see if we can knock it together and come up with something, something that, you know, makes sense for the audience. I want. I really want to touch on the, the, the content you mentioned. Um, but before I go there, I want to, to start at the beginning of the graphic design journey when you were you're in university. What made you choose graphic design or did it choose you? Well, I think I think it chose me and I chose it. Nice. Match made in heaven. <laughs> I think. And then because I just love talking to people and sharing and creating mm-hmm. I just believe that it is one of the main reasons why I just enjoy life mm-hmm. because I even say well, I want to be a psychologist because it would go nicely with my current degree you know understanding what people think and feel mm-hmm. understanding what people feel and how they feel will help me to produce content that they'll digest and I just started to watch YouTube videos and ask um, other graphic designers to show me the ropes. And from there, I've downloaded Pinterest and started to get some ideas and recreate what I'm seeing and see how best I can do it. And, you know, even get my own rules, my, my own signature, and put my style to it. And then, because I was crappy when I started. Mind you, I knew nothing about graphic design. But then, the more I practice, the more... Um, so, for example, one of my a friend, a friend of mine said to me, Daniel, he said, when you're on the road, look on the posters, look on the billboards, see how they mix the colors, how they use typography, the color, the people that they put on there, and understand different spacing, the type of text, and so on. And mm. I started to do that, and, you know, as I said before, it's not only it chose me. It's not only graphic design. Yeah. It chose me. I chose it. Right. There's it's that. Another way to reach out to people. Mm. Is there anything specific that you maybe want to share with persons that they need to know in order to do this? Graphic design, I mean. Or all they need is an internet connection. Mm. No. You have to be willing and patient. Mm. Because I didn't have a, a graphic or a creative phone in my body. Yeah, mm-hmm. the way how graphic design has impacted me, mm-hmm. I'm dressing a certain way now because I'm color coordinating, I'm color blocking, I'm I'm just exploring. And if I I'm, I don't want to boast. Go <laughs> ahead. This this I, is the perfect place to boast. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard that I rearranged my closet. But for they don't understand, for them don't understand that I, I just started mixing and matching a lot more. Yes, I bought a few pieces that goes well with a certain clothes and so on. Mm-hmm. But I'm mixing and matching now with understanding. Now it's 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 a mix and and match an educational mix and match with now of of clothes. And that is how um, graphic designs. Um, have impacted me and my life. Even my room, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, because I'm trying to make my room into a, a safe haven. Mm-hmm. I'm, when I'm when I'm home, I want to know that yes, I'm at peace and I'm enjoying. 
not just there to feed and sleep, but to just enjoy, to be stressed, to just chill, mm-hmm. and then feed and sleep and eat. <laughs> yeah. But you know, yes, I I wouldn't change that for the world. I am. What what I suggest though is for them to be patient mm-hmm. and be willing. And to have to, to maintain consistency. It is especially it's very it can be very frustrating when you're not getting it, but when you do get it, it is a reward on its own. I remember working in the communications unit at the University of Technology Jamaica and I was working as on a flyer for the Governor General, a flyer and a program for a, a special event that he was planning that the school was hosting. And I was working on the program and about five, six different people have a say in it. If mind you know, in my head the program is fine. Mm-hmm. But then when I take it for approval to different persons, so the head of marketing, the head head of communication, the, the school registrar, everybody have a say. And so by the by the end of everybody saying what they're saying, I am left to go back to the drawing board, maybe change the design, change the text, rearrange. And it takes a lot a lot of patience. One of the one of the heads said to me, Daniel, you're one patient person. I must commend you because I know that it's a lot of work. I think people are coming from body and I was like, you know, it's fine because guess what? While I'm getting feedback, I'm also learning because yeah, it can be done this way, but it also can be done six, seven other ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so while I was working on my graphic designing skills, they were also a part of my growth even though it was tough even though it was hard i have them to thank and i always tell graphic designers this if somebody come and said hey this one for change this may look good don't beat yourself up it's literally a design it's not finished it's just graphic designing so <laughs> you have to work on it how you want it how the clients want it you know so you know it's, it's never perfect but there's always room for improvement there's always room to understand what you're doing and um, there's always room for personal development in the process. You never know what you can um, learn for yourself, for the design and for your audience. I want to dive into that personal development side because I really like your content on YouTube. We're going to get there for sure. But I want to, before we get there, talk about the kind of emotional fortitude that you have to have because i imagine that you're dealing with people who maybe change their minds all the time they're not sure what they want or you have to be a guide to allowing them to express what they want to express how do you remain maybe neutral or calm or what happens to you describe what happens to you emotionally when you have to deal with someone who isn't sure or they want to make a lot of changes. Well, outside of the, the double edits that they get and outside of that, they get additional charges. I mean, when you're working on, how well, much energy does it take? You ever, the phrase, you ever hear the phrase, the customer is always right? Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the customer is not always right. But let me tell you, it is a phrase that is glued, so to speak, in my mind. Mm-hmm. So... Even if a design is hideous, if the client loves it, mm-hmm. that is their business. Mm. We give them what they want. Yeah? Yeah. I always tell myself, once they're happy, you are happy. Mm. Yeah? Even if it is breaking all the rules, once they're good, mm-hmm. you're good. They'll, they'll run to everybody and say, hey, I got this done. It's good. 
and they'll sell it, you'll be surprised. Mm-hmm. But then in addition to that, I'll always say, you know, in addition to my in, in addition to this work, you can also sell this too. Because these are these are what I've done in the past. So you're not only judging based on that look, you're judging based on all of the others that I've done. Mm-hmm. But you give people the chance to to select. It's not it's like when you're writing a, a, a maybe a newspaper article, you're not writing for yourself because you're not the only one who's going to read it. That makes sense. Yeah. You're you're writing for persons out there to read it, to understand what you understand. Yeah? And you're putting the technical terms into layman terms. So everybody, even Mas John down up Mandeville behind the tree and bush Macavada down as they can understand what you are writing. Mm-hmm. So the same thing with designs. Even if the red too loud on a on a paper, mm-hmm. it changes to blue because the client is asking you to put it in blue. So give the client what they want. Nothing is personal when it comes down to design unless it is your personal design that you're doing. You add your own touch to it. Because nobody is going to say me or or they because it's yours. You know, you're owning it. But if you're doing it for others to see, to understand, to read, you do it with them in mind. And it brings them back to the same, trying to communicate with different age groups, different people from different backgrounds. I like that. I like that you incorporate that human element inside of it, right? At the, at the very end of, of this business transaction, there is also a human exchange happening. Right. So right. I like that you, you try and maintain that. And just, just, just another point as well that I, that I forgot. Um, I did a wedding package for a friend of a friend. They got married and they wanted somebody to do it. Well, they were getting married and they wanted somebody to do their, their programs for them, their e-invites, and their RSVP. The whole design package. And so I took the opportunity and I created it based on the theme and the style that they wanted. Even put a video in there as well. Mind you, they didn't ask for the video, but they, they brought it up as a suggestion that they wanted a video to show during the reception of them, their love growing. And they did it. Sent, they sent it all to them. And a, a few months after, the lady has been, well, she has been just sharing, she has, she has, she has just been sharing that you know this person did my, my wedding cards and how she did it so quickly and mm-hmm. and from that lady i've got so many different customers so many other persons coming to ask me for design can you imagine that yeah i'm imagining it right now i can't imagine the amount of you know traction you get with that word of mouth exactly. and trust me it wasn't easy because she kept changing <laughs> she kept adding people to the list she kept taking off. She kept changing the program. But I enjoyed doing it because it was a big thing. I was helping her. I was, was adding my points. Mm-hmm. But then if my points don't make any sense to her, she was always free to say, okay, I'm suggesting. I'm listening to what she has to say. And I'm making the changes. So in all designing, what in all work, for designing related work, whatever it is, mm-hmm. Give a listening ear to your clients. Put yourself and your thoughts last. Yes, you can give suggestions. Yes, you can you can um, say how you feel about a certain design. But you have to be logical at the same time. Yes, you can be logical. But if the customer doesn't want to be logical, 
allow them to be illogical. All right. <laughs> I like that. That's a quotable. I like that. So what was your aim going into creating content on YouTube? Was it just the self-improvement, building your own self-confidence thing that made you want to go that route? Well, I started it mainly because my sister, my little sister, and I basically grew apart. And I started it because she was in high school and I wasn't around to say, okay, you know, I was not at home to assist her as a big sister should. So, mm-hmm. he creating that YouTube platform was for me to reach out to her and her friends. And at the end of the day, other persons kept benefiting from the, the content. So, it was just not, it was just, it's not about me just creating content just because I love the topic, but it was also to reach out to my sister. Outside of your immediate circle, your, your, your sister, who do you think your content has the most value for? That's a very good question. I started it with teenagers in mind, with young adults in mind, and I realized that elderly um, persons of age, high um, persons of age, are also benefiting from the content. I know this because a few of them text me you send emails saying, you know, Daniel, I had no idea such and such and such. Yes, I'm going to try this or yes, I'm going to read this because I suggest book reviews. I, I suggest books mm-hmm. reviews on my channel as well as um, live tips that I learned from other persons. I repackage them in such a way that it's digestible for everybody. So different people, different age groups can understand the content and the tips from it as well. But I started a channel with teenagers in mind. I thought about some of the tips that you shared on, on, on your channel. Um, how do you remain laser focused? I, I like the, the, I'm more on the side of the productivity stuff or how, I, how do I optimize for the most efficient way of doing a thing? Yeah. I really, what, was, what really impacted me was having, um, what was it, time stamps on your to-do list. Right. That, I to say that, to you a while ago. <laughs> that that for me is something I'm going to do going forward. It like works. having it the timestamps is to me mind blowing. But like take it me works. through that that thought process or where that came from. Right. So I used to work with a psychologist as a supervisor and she and she said to me one day that Danielle, how do you manage your time? Mm-hmm. And I said I just try to do the most like i'll just try to do the main the the, the most important first mm-hmm. and then focus on the less later mm-hmm. yes mind you know you, that is logical but how do you know that you're progressing right so if you are going to do something or a few things throughout the day and you want to manage that time while keeping something open just in case you know, because the day can be crazy, anything can jump right in. Mm-hmm. You make a note of the time that you know that it can be done. And then when that time is out, you can literally strike it off. And you can feel very much accomplished because that time has passed. And so the work that you schedule for that time is complete. And nothing gives you great joy than to just tick something off. Yeah. Right after that time to say, okay, I've done this. And you know, I can move on to something else. 
I think that's probably one of the reasons why I, I latched on to your, your, your content. I'm not just saying this because I got the chance to talk to you. I'm, I'm saying this because it was genuinely valuable to me. I, I have, that, by the way. yeah, I have lists of things, like multiple lists of things. There's a, there's a to-do list and a get-to-do list and a almost done list. There are lists everywhere. Don't, don't, don't do that to yourself. You know? Don't do that to yourself because time is so fast these days. It's, it's literally the end of the year. I mean, as you point the year done. Mm-hmm. So you want to be mindful of your time. Yeah. Right? Time is literally money. And I, I, I had to learn that the hard way. Yeah. Tell me what I'm of mine explained it to me in full. That if you're supposed to work, so for example, $5,000 per day. Mm-hmm. And you basically waste the day. You lose $5,000. Mm. And going to get that back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you going to make, um, are you going to come for an excuse for today? And say, no, I'm going to put it up tomorrow. And then when tomorrow comes, because you have list and list and list, you say, oh, let me not do this now. Let me do it tomorrow again. You'll never get anything done because you're not you're not recording the time and putting what you have to do within that time. Mm-hmm. Because while you're not doing what you're supposed to do within that time, time is literally moving. Yeah. And you're running across, you're, you're running against the clock. So you have to be mindful of how you spend your time and what to do within the time that you have. I like that. Thank you. That's that this that's going to hold a lot of value for me going forward. Um but when it comes to techniques, right? Let's go into maybe a bit of your techniques now. When it comes to both YouTube and um graphic design, is there a system, if any, for capturing and fleshing out your ideas? Maybe aside from the whole list thing, which I think is amazing, but is there a system specifically for? capturing and fleshing out ideas for me it's notion i don't know what yeah, what is that you yeah, use that's exactly what i was going to say notion is very useful for me mm-hmm. yeah Min- minus the little notes in your phone that you write down you're just sitting down looking at the space you write down but notion is very useful mm-hmm. it's innovative you can drop stuff down for video for graphics and it, it, it can just be very effective Everything is just written down for you to understand and to see and kind of surround with whatever information you want from writing stories, writing articles, writing blogs, getting your videos done. And that was literally introduced to me last year, by the way, but mm-hmm. Notion is very good um, to use. Um, a friend of mine told me about something else. I'm trying to remember what... If I remember, I'll, re- I'll, I'll make mention of it. Mm-hmm. But Notion is very good to use. Yeah, for persons um, who want to, who are, who might come across this, Asana is also good. Um, I've, I've tried it for like project management. Mm-hmm. So far, this is a one-man show, but I imagine at some point other persons may get involved. And it's, it's a real good collaborative tool to bring everybody in and update everybody on milestones and goals and updates and messaging and all of that. And you can add different apps that have files in places that makes it easily accessible for everybody. So Asana is, um, is a good, good thing to try. It's just, there's a free version, a free trial version. And then there's, there's paid tiers much like notion. So if that holds value for anybody, that's an app that that might be useful. 
Um, the, the, the basic, the basic Google Docs is also yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I have my group meetings, I have to run to that because it's it's so simple and easy to use. Mm-hmm. Is there any equipment that you use specifically for for editing for creating your your designs? Yes, Photoshop. Ooh. And if I'm feeling lazy, it is Canva. Canva, okay. Was there anything that you had? figured out using these programs that that probably i don't know is a gem that you could share you know i'm trying to extract that value for someone who might be let's say scared to use photoshop they don't know what it is what is there some gem in there that might make it easier for those persons um gems gems using photoshop (laughs) well look at photoshop as using microsoft word yeah (laughs) It's, it's really more flexible, though. Mm-hmm. Flexible in the sense that you are able to create multiple layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different sizes. Um, the text remains the same because you, you, have, you have a variety of text um, text type and font and, and text sizes, same as Word. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is to read and understand what you're clicking on. Mm-hmm. And by understanding... Um, Photoshop has updated itself. Has updated itself. So whenever you are hovering over like a tool or something, it's 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 it'll explain what you're going to click on mm-hmm. and what 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 it does. So it is it is getting easier, more user friendly. And if you're still afraid, don't be afraid to Google or YouTube. Hey, there you go, YouTube <laughs> University. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. When in doubt, you Google. Mm-hmm. And then if you are still afraid, you can always use Canva because Canva is so friendly. Yeah, so, so intuitive. It's just that I really don't, I really despise how inflexible it is, especially when you want to turn down the opacity at the edges and mm-hmm. it's just not blending. I mean, you know, but they're both great platforms. Mm-hmm. So and I want to. Patience. <laughs> oh, okay, and the patience, yeah. Yes. It's going to take some time. Anything, yes. I imagine would take, you know, some intentional effort to get mastery in. Right. Right. So to your, you were talking earlier about confidence. I really want to touch on that because that might be valuable for both me or someone else who's listening. Um, about confidence, what stands out to me so far in, in what you've explained to me is that you're the kind of person who collaborates right you you talk to other designers in your space to figure out how you price yourself um you talk to other um mentors who are able to um have the conversations that you may not want to have right in terms of an agent or so on you seem to and you like people so you seem to be collaborative you have that sort of collaborative effort so the question is have there been like two lessons from a mentor that you're not applying to your life right now what what are those lessons and would you like to maybe unpack that a little bit two lessons yeah that you're not applying <laughs> to your life right now as it relates to i mean anything design. in life or if it applies specifically to graphic design that's great but if it's life that you've gotten these lessons from these mentors and you're not applying them now what what would those be i want to say that <laughs> It may sound silly, but um, let me see your best. Let me see your best. I'm going to respond to that question. 
give me like give me like five seconds. That's all good. Take your time. <laughs> all right. So one, just one specific one though. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I'm talking to to people, try to be less friendly. Yeah, I I can come off smiley and nice, but I'm all work and want to get the job done. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the smiliness and the whole happy happiness can be misinterpreted. And so people can take advantage of that. So what I need to do, I need to really do apply it to my life, yes. But sometimes I ignore it, especially in that moment. You know, you're, you're meeting somebody for the first time or you're meeting somebody for the second or hundredth time. Mm-hmm. You know, someone that good baby don't want any negative energy because it helps with creativity most of the time. I'll, I'll, I'll just throw that out of the, out of the window. Mm-hmm. I probably should keep it near to me and dear to me. But I always remember just that um, it's also hard. But if anybody there listening right now, please be serious. Not even be serious. There's a middle ground to negotiating with clients. And if you want them to take you seriously, be firm, right? I'm firm. Yes, I'm smiley and nice, but I'm firm. Mm, Firm but fair. Right. Mm. They don't have to... Throw away the whole niceness. Just be firm when you're talking. Be friendly and firm. Mm. You can do it. It's not hard to do. You know, some people have different personalities. Some people have different personalities. So I guess the friend who told me to stop being all nice <laughs> couldn't get that middle ground going. Yeah, so I'm firm. So I'm good where that is concerned. All right. That's just one. I don't know. I don't know what the other one is. I mean, that's fine. I mean, one, that one was a very powerful one, you know, being firm, but fair, you know, being intentional with your actions without being too abrasive, right? Knowing that you have to draw a line, create boundaries, manage those boundaries and expectations so that persons kind of know what to expect when they interact with you. Yes, right, they know what you're, what about. you're about. Exactly. I get that. That's that's powerful. That's powerful stuff. Right? How's the podcast going? Well, I'm really trying to work on it, but my life is so busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to... Even right now, I'm really working on another um, YouTube video, but it's so hard. I get so many. But um, it will... It will... It will come. It will come around. Mm. It will come around. I'll put that on the back burner for now. All right. But, but right now, it's it's all work and YouTube channel. I got Even you. if I'm not there on YouTube right now, you know, the, the, the work in the back is still being done. Mm-hmm. What do you think your proudest achievement is so far? My proudest achievement was creating a documentary on John Kuno for TV. It was one hour. So it was an hour documentary. I spoke to persons from Nigeria, from Belize, and a few persons from Jamaica as well. Ooh. I wanted to know the origin, the different Jankunus from the different eras, what they meant. It was quite interesting. Um, I had an interesting, an interesting team working with. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that I was able to produce and have it on TV was immensely, you know, it was it, it was just a lot of pleasure just knowing that that was done, and so it was a good achievement for me. I imagine you must have been over the moon. Everybody was like calling you, and then you see something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. 
what was that excitement like like that the day when this happens it or was just getting the pictures and the videos on my phone of them watching it on tv mm. the person who is saying oh my lot nice the person <laughs> who what the interview oh this is nice mm-hmm. you know putting it all together and then tell you what the editor who was supposed to assist me wasn't able to start to sit down and edit it myself put everything together it was it was it was a lot of it yes i'm hoping to do some more of that yeah because it was it was fruitful i enjoyed it i hope i get the chance to see more of that <laughs> i'm going yes. low-key follow the journey kind of in the shadows and just be like it, it was it was done on cvm on CVM TV, so mm-hmm. I think it, it's on their YouTube channel. So if anybody wants to watch it and get some, you know, historical facts, mm-hmm. free to do so. What's its name for persons who want to? I, you know, I don't remember what the person um had saved it as. Mm-hmm. So I really can't tell you that right now off the top of my head. But it should be in the in the um, playlist called Special Feature. CVM is a special feature. Mm-hmm. It should be somewhere on. Now it's time for the spicy stuff. Well, I don't call it spicy stuff, but it's like the one question I have to ask everybody. This is like a running thing until people tell me to stop. But um, what un- unpopular opinion do you have that you will never let go of? I, I'll go first. I think ghosting shouldn't be a thing unless it's life-threatening i don't think there's any reason nowadays not to respond to somebody even if it's to tell them that you want to avoid i just don't see the sense in ghosting people to me that don't make no sense if you don't want to talk to the person tell the person no don't get me wrong if your life is in danger and you don't want this person to interact with you that i understand but ghosting every other form of ghosting to me is senseless okay mm-hmm. um while we're, we're talking I, I, this one came to my head you know always give give when you especially when you can't get something in return always give mm-hmm. because you never know what can happen always give because today you know jamaicans in general they don't want to give unless they're getting something in return yeah i, I believe that if you give you know everything will just work itself work work itself out um, I can even give you a scenario. I mean, somebody in um, Guyana um, asked me to do a design for them, for their business place. And I did it, knowing fully well that she was she wouldn't be able to pay me. She, she was asking me a favor. Hey, Daniel, can you do this for me? Please, 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 my bigger do. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, fine, no problem. And I did it. It was very well done. It was done so well. Sent it to her. She was so happy about it. And months later, she sent me $10,000. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was not expecting that, mind you. But I'm thankful for it. I'm grateful for it. I'm just saying, you know, do things for people. Volunteer. It doesn't matter what it is. You may not get anything in return, but just the thought. Mm-hmm. How you how you feel afterwards. You know, a lot of people, a lot of young people these days just get up and expect a family. A word, cause they'll, they'll call it without experience. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't volunteer, you won't get the experience. Mm. Yeah. So put in the work first, and then everything else will come into place. I like that. I think it was a, a lesson that I had learned from mentors at the time. I think it's one of the, the five laws of um, success, mm-hmm. where you 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 need to give 
or the act of giving and receiving or is sort of a cyclical thing right. where in order to give you have to be open to receiving right 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 and if it is that you want to receive you have to to give selflessly as well yeah selflessly. Not, not give and draw but not give and say oh but if me give me, go, me going shorter or whatever just give right that's yeah. and, and that giving provides value for someone exactly and that and value you know, mm-hmm. may come right back to you yeah and that's the nature of the cycle it has to right you, you have to to give in order to to be able to be open to that that reciprocity i think is what they call it i like i like i like that that idea so i appreciate that good questions yeah <laughs> thank, thank you i'm yeah. trying i'm trying um as a graphic designer do you do you focus any at all on branding cuz let me just say to anybody who ends up finding her she is massively professional in how she brands herself to me okay. as as a noob in the space who don't know nothing but nothing appreciate appreciate mm-hmm. appreciate like her, the, everything to me is like laid out i'm like mm-hmm. this is professional stuff easy here easy to understand easy to read right easy, easy to, to follow you know I yeah. like that. So do you put a lot of emphasis on branding yourself like that as a, a graphic design designer? First and foremost, I want to say that every designer um, has their own style. And, you know, there's a different style to the whole late party vibe. Girl on the bottle, money and drink. I don't do those flyers. Oh, okay. Formal, classy, um, business cards, mm. programs, and so on. Um, baby showers, anything that is you know cute and wholesome, wholesome. Mm. But I'm not going to do the whole skin out from the bottle and yeah. car and money and music box and you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, roadside zinc. No, <laughs> so I can easily pick my design out. If it is that I'm doing a design for free, I'll drop my logo in there. Mm-hmm. Um, or my name, my at, my Instagram name. Mm-hmm. Um, or a number. But that, that is as far as I go when it comes down to branding. Mm. So to cap this off, because I think I've held you for way too long. <laughs> is there any advice that you have for any creatives out there that are listening? who want to maybe do graphic design or maybe want to create content online or if they want to dip more than just their toe into the creative space, what advice would you have for them as we we close the box here? Ask questions, be patient, be consistent. Mm-hmm. Ask questions, be patient, be consistent. Th- those are three points that I live by and that have molded me in what or who I am today. And I believe that anybody who applies it can become anything that they want out of this life, whether it's a designer, maybe it's a teacher, a doctor, anybody at all. Ask questions. It's number two, silly. Yeah. Find somebody who you trust to, to, to talk to, to ask 
questions. And and don't just talk to your age group. Talk to persons who are older. Yes. That you are. Yes. Don't be on the same level with everybody because you'll That's never so be true. on the same level with everybody. That's so true. So you have to consider mm-hmm. your grow or who you move with. Yeah. So, I love to yeah. talk to persons who have the results I want to achieve. Exactly. You know? You know it. Yeah. I want to talk to those kind of persons. That was massive value. Massive. This entire conversation was massive value. Um, thank you so much. Thank you for taking whatever <laughs> time out of your day to talk to me. Um, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. And with that, we'll close the box for now thank you so much for listening all the way until the end but to give me a little bit of encouragement to keep going please tell me what you think leave your feedback from any of the podcast listening apps that you might be listening this on or if you're listening from anchor.fm what i hope to do in order to make this a lot better is to get a lot better at scripting this a lot better at presenting this also i want to put this on youtube there are reservations that i have about going on youtube but that's that's one way to capture a lot of eyes that's a lot of it's one way to get people engaged it's one way to make persons see you know what it's about and it could lead to me getting more and more influential guests better interviews, better questions, and hopefully it will be a better experience so we can explore more stories, figure out more techniques, and figure out what kind of issues might be affecting Jamaican creatives. So if you're still with me on this journey, tag along. I appreciate that you're still here. Until next time, take care.